Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I am now Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we answer questions we find either on social media such as Reddit or sent in by our wonderful, sensual listeners. And uh, we answer them. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance. I don't know if it's going to be audible, but it does sound like there's a ghost playing a piano in my closet. I'm worried that Dane is haunted. Uh, first, he had a, a ghost pain in his neck. Now he has a ghost piano in his apartment. This did podcast you, might be cursed. Did you do something spooky over isolation that you haven't told me about yet? I mean, I feel like I'm always doing something spooky. Well, what if I scared off the ghost every week when I came? And now that I haven't been there in so long, they figured it's safe to come back. Like it's cats true. and rats. I am terrifying to ghosts because I kind of yeah. look like one. <laughs> They're like, damn, I thought I was a paintless person here. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Honestly, it's not even that they're scared. They're just upset. They're like, that was my whole thing. You know, yeah, the spooky sounds. Of- I, I throw some of your stuff around like like a poltergeist. <laughs> you, know? you just fuck my bookcase up. Just like, oh, look at this. I, I <laughs> fucking wreck that bookcase on the daily. It's um, like the beginning of the first Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. You just every- fucking trash in the place. Every time you go to look in a mirror, I just have to be somewhere in the background. But only like really quickly. Yeah, when you're like, I'll look in the mirror and then you're not there, and then I'll look down and look up, and then you're there for a second, and then I run away. (laughs) It's not as slick when I do it as when the ghost. Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear and see me, and I giggle a lot, (laughs) which is also kind of creepy, but you know, in a different way. To be fair, I would rather a ghost than if you were in my apartment and I couldn't find you, but you did that. (laughs) I would rather a real ghost. Yeah, because it would it would be hard to live without me. I get you. Yes, that is what I'm saying. I feel like I was going to say something. Did something big happen this week? Something you, I think you wanted to talk about my chiropractor. Oh, did you fix yourself? Um, I'm on the road to recovery. Hey, let me tell you, he fucked my shoulders up. Yeah, like they, like me me with a bookcase fucked it up, or he's just throwing yeah. fucking I'll spinal columns left and right of of what my shoulders look right now because like. I, I shouldn't be able like, to see it. Oh, yeah, that's what you think. Um, I went in thinking it was going to be a lot of like cracks. Like I was so excited for like the cracks and the pops and the snaps and the, you know, all those things. No, why uh, would you want that? Because uh, it feels so good. It feels so, so good. Um, but no, I got, because of the nature of my issue, um, it I instead got, he got like these like, they're essentially like really blunt knives. Okay. That he then scrapes over my muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to like promote blood circulation mm-hmm. and like get the blood back into those areas. Um, so it looks like a like just a whole army of fucking like teenagers gave my shoulders hickeys. Oh, that's that's hot. That's not. It's gross. Uh, I actually had to get that done with my when I snapped my fucking the tendon in my finger or the fucking whatever they're called. Um. God, what are it's, they called? It's tendon yeah, pulleys. Yeah, when I snapped yeah. it, uh, they had to get this like sh- like blunt knife. It was still like it hurt like a fucker, and they had to like knead it down because apparently when it uh, when it heals, it heals all like lumpy, and that, that can, is like, literally interfere with your movement. And uh, yeah, that's literally what's what's wrong with my shoulder. Yeah, is that uh, yeah was it described as like two fingers interlacing and like gliding, yeah, and then 100%. when they healed, they're like yeah. Yeah, this is when our chiropractor podcast. Yeah, Jesus, but yeah, it was it was agony because like. Your fingers are pretty delicate, especially when it just finally, you know, got to the point where you can fucking move it again. 
Um, and yeah. I really did not enjoy having having my, my parts scraped down. I would not want that on my finger, but on, on my neck and shoulder, it felt so good. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty good. nice. Um, but again, like it looks like <laughs> looks like I have a horrible disease. Well, I'm glad you're better. Right. We got to stop talking about this. We got to be interesting or sexual or both. Um, okay. Then this comes from Reddit user. Throw R.A. Abby Cat. My 20-year-old female brother, 19-year-old male, opened up to me about his penis problems, and I don't know what to do. We were having drinks out in the garden and got into pretty deep conversations about life and love and stuff. At one point, I asked him why he can't hold down a girlfriend. Innocent enough question, right? Well, he suddenly started crying and blurted out that it's because he has a small penis. I didn't know how to respond, so I just reached out and hugged him until he stopped. I felt so sorry for him. Now we're sober. I think he regrets telling me because he seems to actively be avoiding me. Poor guy. I'm his big sister, so of course I want to help, but I don't know how. He's been the kind of or he's been kind of depressed in months, and it only really came out of his shell last night with a drink. Way to steal my questions, Dane. Oh uh, shit. I Way figured to I feel my questions, Dane. I felt like this might be one that you might have had. I'm sorry, did you get that today? No, you didn't, did you? No. You monster. You're always meant to get them right before the podcast. That's how I know my questions well, are safe. I got them yesterday. No, Dane, that's not when you do this. Yeah, well, yes, it is. Oh, I guess today is Thursday. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, man, this is a really awkward conversation because, like, one, in a certain sense, it's not actionable. You know what I mean? There's not like a, hey, like, like you know what I mean? She's not gonna be like, "Hey, I'm gonna fix your dick problem," because one, it's it's whatever. But two, uh, as someone who goes on Pornhub to find comments, I can tell you right now that is exactly what a sister should do. <laughs> uh, but like, secondly, I doubt he's even wanting to get into it any more than what he said because it's with his sister. You know what I mean? Um, so I think like. Right now, the first hurdle you got to fix is the awkward silence that is going to be your lives from now on. You need to talk to him about it. You know, oh, you, yeah. don't, you don't need to be like, hey, you're, di-, you know, you can just be like, hey, you know, it was really nice, like, you know, opening up the other day. Like, I'm really glad you opened up with me and like, I'm glad we had that conversation. Like, I'm always here for you, blah, 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 blah. Like, bring it up and talk to him so that he's not awkward about it and so that you show that you're not awkward about it. And then, you know, that's the first step you need to do right now is just make sure that these walls that are kind of going up, like these embarrassment walls don't stay up. Yeah. Um, Because with problems like this, this is like one of those things that gets internalized Mm -hmm. and wreaks havoc on pretty much every aspect of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's going to affect his self-confidence, which is going to affect his relationships. It's going to affect his work. It's going to affect his hobbies. It's going to affect everything. Um, so the sooner you can sort of be like, Hey, thank you so much for trusting me the other night. I really appreciate you opening up to me. I know it wasn't easy. Um, but like, this doesn't have to be a weird thing. Like we can talk, I care about you and, and you don't have to get hammered to, to open up to me. Like Mm -hmm. everything you say is going to be private. I'm going to keep your secret. If you don't want me saying anything, I won't say anything. And Mm -hmm. that goes for like everything. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, from from what we talked about the other night to anything else you want to talk about, I am here for you. A lot of people are weird talking to to family or siblings about kind of more personal or like sexual things. You know what I mean? Especially uh, one of like like a brother and sister. Like if it was two guys, 
Yeah, I, I think that would be a little easier. But like yeah. to to talk to a, a sibling of another gender, I think that mm-hmm. is also like a another hurdle you got to cross. Yeah, and and that's why I really want like because the worst thing that could come out of this is that this person clearly has a complex and is very upset about this issue. So for that to also then become like a distancing factor with him and his sister, that would be so fucking terrible. So like, yeah. you just need to make sure that doesn't happen. First things first. That's the most important thing. Make sure he knows you're cool with it, like you're comfortable. He doesn't have to be embarrassed and he has support. And I think that alone is going to be a lot of help. You know, like, you know, you have someone in your corner. It's an issue you don't have to keep bottled up inside. Um, You can talk about it, blah, 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 blah. As for helping him, I don't know because one, like it depends how much like detail he's gone into it with you. And like, again, depending, it depends how comfortable he is going into any detail with you, which he might not be. Uh, and on top of that, I guess it depends then what the specific issue is. But like in a general kind of like sense, like maybe steer him towards either like, you know, a podcast like our, our one. We've had questions about micropenises and about like erectile dysfunctions and like a bunch of like kind of penis related problems. Um, and we also or even like towards Reddit, like there are there are Reddits for people, you know, for like. I forget the exact names, but like there's big dick reddits and there's small dick reddits. And like, you know, there's no way there isn't a community online for your brother where he's going to know that like, sure, it might have been either actually an issue in previous relationships or maybe just a cruel thing people said out of spite at the end of relationships. You know what I mean? Either way, he'll be able to see that people can and do and will have healthy relationships no matter what situation they're in you know what i mean like obviously he's upset right now but like i think it might be really helpful for him to realize that that's not the be all and end all and that there is hope out there and the people in situations either similar or you know in the the same kind of realm uh do very well and and live perfectly normal lives yeah you're also in a very uh unique position and i think favorable position as a woman you can like you have sort of like the inside scoop on on how women think. And I know that's a blanket statement because, you know, you can't say that like women don't care because that's, you know, a generalization. Like you said, if you look through any of the questions on Reddit or any sort of like conversation about penis size, nine times out of 10, everyone's like, we don't fucking care. Yeah. And what the real problem is is the insecurity that comes from either a perceived small penis or of like an actual small penis, whether it's a micro penis or, you know, a below average size penis, whatever it may be like nine times out of 10, I would say that it's, it's usually the insecurity and, and thus the, like the weirdness that comes out of it, how like people will second guess their pleasure or their partner's pleasure. Like you could, you could a hundred percent satisfy your partner sexually with a small penis. A hundred percent. And, and I think a lot of people don't believe that. And so when, and thing, when like, someone is, especially with like media. Oh, media you know, is media, the worst. That's like talking about how penis size is sort of like the be all and end all. It's like, if you have a big dick, you're good in bed, which mm-hmm. is not the case. Talk to literally any woman who has had multiple sexual encounters and they will tell you that that's usually not. Yeah. Not it's, the case. it's generally like someone with a big dick is like, well, that's it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, they they walk in thinking their job is done and and tend to be either lazy lovers or clumsy lovers or mm-hmm. selfish lovers. Um 
so I think you can definitely talk on the female experience of this. And I think that would be beneficial for him to hear. Mm hmm. Because it'd be one thing like a dude to another dude being like, ah, no, don't worry about women don't care about that. That doesn't clear things up because you could still yeah. be like, you don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hearing that from a woman that you trust and a woman that you respect might help alleviate some of that pain. And then exactly like you said, go on Reddit and look at how many people have been like, I loved sleeping with my partner who had a small penis, but his insecurities ruined it. Yeah, that is, that's, that's that is the, the thing is like I have never really seen any posts being like, Hey, my boyfriend's dick is too small. Like we've been trawling Reddit for a year now. Yeah. Um, and we've seen all sorts of shit. We've seen horny milk. We've seen people who like regularly shit on the shower wall and just leave it there. Like we've seen the dregs of humanity. And I don't think I've ever seen a question about that. You know, I'm not going to say it hasn't happened obviously, but like, yeah, what I have seen is people's insecurities, you know, probably fucking eight out of 10 uh, questions have been to do with that, you know? So yeah. I think that is, is you're going to have a way worse time being insecure than you are going to have with a small dick. You know what I mean? And obviously it's easier said than done to not be insecure, but you know, sure. you, being like realizing that that's going to be worse for you than, than any small dick or erectile dysfunction or anything, I think it's pretty important, you know, like if you're confident, if you care about your partner and are like active and like, you know, put in the effort and, you know, coming is coming. If <laughs> No one's complaining that they didn't come a certain way necessarily if they've come, right? Precisely. I, I think the big thing that a lot of people forget that is like, if you're relying solely on your penis for sexual pleasure of your partner, then you've already failed. Well, yeah, most people don't even come with penetration anyway, so... Yeah. And it's like, even if they do, like, there's more to sex than penetration. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I considerable a lot more. And yeah. like, granted, I'm sure there are people who just want penetration, nothing else. But like, yeah, and that, that's fine. Like, again, there are no, like, there are no be, there are no be alls and end alls here. It's not like we're going, this is people, you know, there's yeah. always spectrums and shades, you know, but in general, I, I would, I would not enjoy sex as much without if it was just penetration. Oh god no. I you know what I mean? It's like as much as I love penetration, it it's is great. I would I would say that like my sex life would be infinitely worse if that's all I relied on. No, of course. And like, I don't know. Like growing up, it's like once I stopped focusing so much on penetration was when I started to become far better in bed, you know? Oh yeah. And it's like I think it's just a thing you learn as you kind of grow up and like whatever. But either way, the point is you're cutting yourself off so much worse by being insecure than you are by whatever kind of like physical things you have. And there's always a way around it or a person who won't mind. But the important things are to be a confident and like, you know, self-assured partner and also to be an active and like, you know, sexually competent partner, which again has nothing to do with your dick necessarily. So work on those things. Uh, if you're the sister in this uh, question, you know, try and get, back or make sure that the, the awkwardness is dispelled and the earlier the better and you know if, if they know that there's someone in their corner that's going to mean the world to them yeah especially someone they can be honest with and like it's got to be a relief to get that off their chest because like there's not a lot of people i'm sure he feels like he can tell no one wants to tell their friends that no one yeah. wants to tell a girl they're seeing that so who the fuck do you tell because you also don't want to mention shit to family depending on 
Because no matter how close you are, like talking about your dick size is, a you know, generally held as a weird thing to do with your family. So, you know, it, whatever way it happened, clearly it needed to come out. And now that it has, hopefully you can be really supportive and uh, help him to build up the confidence to, you know, to move on with his life. Yeah. Anything on the list of things I don't want to talk to my family about, anything about my dick is yeah, the top pretty of much, list. pretty much there. Well, how about a little update on horny milk? Oh, yeah. I forgot we had that. Yeah. So this is uh, Throw RA, My Life is a Mess. Three days ago, they came out with an update that has gotten 10,000 upvotes. Uh, I haven't actually read it yet, so I don't know if this is even funny or good or anything, but let's go for it. I don't think any of you would care for an update, so speaking to the void is just as good. So, like a lot of you said, he tries to get me back. I got my now also ex-best friend to read the messages for me. Apparently one of his older brothers... Sorry. Apparently one of his older brothers told him he was a fucking moron and that's not how girls work. He texted me how he loved me so much, but that, like, again, a lot of you said, quickly changed to no one but me can love you. Come back to me. You're just like other woman. You're all whores. You guys were right. I dodged a fucking bullet and he's never going to get near a woman for the rest of his life. That did she kill him? It certainly sounds like she's there. He's never going to get near a woman for the rest of his life. Pardon? That's okay. Uh, apparently she said, I added this in an edit, but just after we broke up, I had grief sex with my best friend. Grief sex? Did she literally kill this guy? And then I, I think this dude's dead. Oh my God. Uh, with my best friend, it didn't sit right with me and it continued to be weird as I stayed there. It became glaringly obvious that my best friend wasn't my best friend and really saw me as something to masturbate to, which I don't know. It's horrifying and disgusting. Just the way she looks at me isn't a crush. It's perversion. She said she'd wait for me, whatever that means, but she seemed pretty impatient for me to get over him. First time we had sex, my emotions were high and I was vulnerable. I truly felt alone, but now I'm no longer vulnerable. She keeps trying to make me hurt emotionally again to see if I'll have sex with her. She brought me a drink, then bring up traumatic events from my life, and she'd fucking smile when she saw me get upset. So yeah, I'm at my mom's house, and I'm a wreck. 2020 better end with something good, because I hate my life right now. Having trust in people is a concept long forgotten. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this guy this got dark. What the hell? That's that's a real weird, like, pickup maneuvers. Like, here's a drink. Also, do you remember this trauma? Smile. Uh... I also didn't expect this to get that dark, so maybe I should have trust read it first. Uh, and then it gets into her mom and her dad. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Anyway. I was going to say, considering what the middle was, I yeah. really don't need new family drama. I mean, it's good to know that like everyone kind of went to the the science well and was like, hey, dude, that's not how it works. Yeah, like, okay, let's look at the positives. They have broken up. So, yeah. so that's good. Uh, and he now knows how boobs work, I guess, to a degree. And also horniness. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, he still seems like an incel toxic. Yeah, he seems like he's an shit. asshole. But hey, hopefully this will be a lesson. I don't Imagine know. that was your fucking move to get someone back being like, hey, man, no one's going to love you. You're all whores. <laughs> be with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm assuming that's paraphrasing. Yeah, uh, just fro- just filtering that through the rest of what's just happened. But yikes, big you know yikes. What I, I would love to do is like get romantic comedies and like overdub them with like this shit. So it's like, you know, the scene like three quarters of the way through the movie where like they get back. He's together. running through the rain. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no one will ever love you. You're just like other women. You're all whores. It's like, fucking oh, scene they just like- actually with the cards. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. So that was a weird update. Sorry, guys. Next time I'll read it. Uh, I think we gotta we gotta go a little a little lighter. So this is gonna be from today. I fucked up. Uh, by user Dantaire. Today I fucked up by texting my date that I might end up marrying him seconds after we ended our date. It just happened to me literally ten minutes ago. I am dying. I am dead. End me now, oh holy ghost. I thought it only happened in poorly written rom-coms, the kind where life hardly imitates the real one. I want to bury myself and never come to see the light again. Why me? Oh, why me? Ten painfully long minutes ago, I, exalted by the wonderful date I went with this handsomely gorgeous man who happened to be a friend of mine for the last three years, against my apartment door that I had just closed on his beautiful face, I typed these words that will fiercely haunt me. Bitch, I think I'm going to end up marrying this guy. It was meant for my best friend, the only other soul I could muster to express my vulnerable feelings, and I sent it to him instead. Do you think there is a void big enough to hold all my misery, all the embarrassment? <laughs> Do you think I can make a pact with the devil to turn back time? I would just need 10 minutes. That would be very nice. Can I please die now? Literal and metaphorical debt is the, death is the only relief I might know. I am currently in my library, sprawl across the floor, intently staring at the ceiling. Man, I think I'll be here forever. Any advice? What you need to do right now is text him again saying, oh, he brought me double chicken fingers. I love this delivery, man. Oh, yeah. You know, shift that blame or send him and a then gift. He, just think, he thinks that like, you know, oh, he's, she's not talking about me. She's talking about her Uber Eats delivery guy. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, I think I'm going to end up marrying this guy immediately sent him a gif of Colonel Sanders and then be like, yeah, because I had KFC in the fridge and I'm so happy to be eating it right now. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Just like, just follow it up with whatever you can. Paul Rudd, send him Paul Rudd. Be like, I'm watching, you know, one of Paul Rudd's great movies. <laughs> yeah. One of Paul Rudd's great movies. <laughs> um, or- I, here's the thing is like, I assume it's already been at least 10 minutes. Mm hmm. I feel like at this point you're fucked. Yeah. This this is preventative measures for the next person to do this. This person, yes, you are essentially ended. Well, okay. Your I will essence. say, I will say, if it was most situations, you're done. You you got to move move away. You you got to like witness protection yourself. Uh, didn't we have a whole thing a while ago where you had to? get information on the mob and then go to the police with that information. So you could be witness protections. Didn't we, did we say that I'm, a while ago? I'm sure we said something along the lines of that. Yeah. I think you got to do that. Um, but in this one, you know, this person for three years and that changes things. It does. And it either makes it way worse or way better. You know what? In all seriousness, if so, like I would take that as the biggest compliment, like yeah. that would, that would just puff my ego up. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like obviously she doesn't think that you know what i mean yeah. like it's hyperbole so i would be if if i got that after a, a fucking date i'd be like ball is in my court i am holding all of the cards now mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing it's like i think this is a pretty good litmus test and i don't think anyone should actively do this because i think it's kind of just it's too much but if he is chill about this and like teases you a little bit, but takes it well. That's pretty cool. It means you know you've you've complimented him in quite a big way, and he is emotionally intelligent and confident enough to realize you don't literally mean it, 
and he'll take the compliment as it is, and it's a nice situation. You guys can laugh about it at your wedding. Um, if he's like, whoa, 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 we just fucking met. We just went out one, you know, then this person is probably not the best to, to keep going with anyway, especially if you like them that much because they're that insecure and worried about, um, you know what I mean? If they can't read between the lines of the context, that's probably a pretty good indication. Honestly, this the more I think about it, I was like, this is sort of like, this would be best case scenario for me. Like back when I was single and dating, mm-hmm. I would love for this to happen because one, it would get for me to be like, oh, hey, you know, well, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. Ha ha, wink. And get that out the window. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've already got perfect. The easiest way to bring that up. Yeah. You get and, like to have a little like tease. That's always super fun. Yeah. They get to you be embarrassed for a little bit and you get to reassure them and whatever. And then you can just be like, well, you know, let's see how the second date goes before we go that far. Wink. You know, like it, yeah. it really blows down a lot of the barriers. Um, and it's kind of nice. It's like a good leveler. You know what I mean? It's like it's hard to be awkward after you've kind of like knocked down a few of those barriers. Yeah. I mean, I like again, like the more I think about this, the more I'm just like, I wish. This is this is prime. I mean, like for me, like I understand her embarrassment a hundred percent. Yes, like I totally get it. But and it's funny. It's like almost when you're reading it, you're in that situation. You're like, oh no. But like as you remove yourself from it, you're like, wait a minute, not so bad. It's not terrible. No, like you said, I think like it's it's a perfect test. Like if this guy freaks out and thinks that you're a psychopath, then like, all right, then you know, fuck it. Mm Hmm. Yeah, so I think I say just like if you have already left it so long that you can't do the Colonel Sanders thing, uh, I do you, it anyway. Do, do it anyway, yeah. <laughs> just like just essentially guess that this man has probably written you off, and every day for the rest of your life, text him a gif of Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah, you can't stop with the Sanders Gambit until the Sanders Gambit is successful. Like four years from now, he's like, "Okay, I believe you," and you're like, "Cool," <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. You've won. <laughs> All right. Hit me. This comes from Reddit user Purple Caddy. Being too available. What do you consider being too available? When I start seeing someone, if I really like them, I want to spend time with them. This usually amounts to seeing them two to three times per week. I'm not that interesting of a person. LOL. Yes. I don't have stuff going on that often. So many times I agree whatever day they suggest. Is this bad? I just hate playing games. I'm obviously not going to change plans to accommodate a date, but I'm really not that busy of a person besides going to work. But how do you all, especially men, view this? If someone is like, whoa, you're free when I ask you to be free? Fuck that person. Don't hang out right? with them ever. Like, if they're expecting you to like, oh, sorry, can't, like, you know what I mean? No, fuck that person so hard. It's the um, strangest fuck, like, part of the heart like one of the hardest things about dating nowadays is like flakiness and being like hey you know people hedging their bets hoping that like maybe something like keeping themselves available mm-hmm. and then choosing last minute their you know quote unquote best option mm-hmm. and like it, it was so hard like towards the end of like when i was dating it was like you'd be like hey are you free thursday maybe i'll have to see how the day goes it's like mm-hmm. All right. Well, cool. That doesn't mean anything. If I was like, hey, Thursday night, you want to go grab a drink? And someone was like, yeah, my immediate action wouldn't be like, oh, this fucking loser. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. It would be different if like on the flip side, you were like, like, firstly, sorry, from, from what you were saying, that's the fucking best. If you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And they're like, yeah, I'm free this day. And you're like, cool. 
like that's such a nice feeling. It's such and, like, a relief. There's no way you don't think way more fondly of that person because, yes. like, it's nice to actually know, have it down, cement. You know what I mean? Have a cemented plan to the day too. Look you forward mean, to like, it, and you can actually get ready and like not stress and blah 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 blah. It's, it's all things. fucking good. Yes. The big um, complaint everyone I see is like, stop asking people out if you don't know what to do. It's like, well, if you don't tell me you're gonna like yeah. hang out with me four hours before the date, I'm not gonna fucking plan anything. Yeah, because that's so depressing. If you're like, yeah, I got this plan. Oh, you're bailing for no reason. Cool. Yeah. Oh, oh you're not feeling well. You got a headache. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, I think if anyone is upset about this, they suck. On the flip side. If you're like, hey, free Monday, uh, I can't. Free Tuesday, uh, well, free Wednesday, uh, free, like, I'm always free. Also, don't call yourself boring. Yeah, I mean. Can we, can we just get rid of that? Like, it, nothing makes me more upset. Actually, a lot of things make me more upset, but you <laughs> I know what I mean. Yeah, I think there's a few things. Um, yeah, there's a lot. But still, it just fucking sucks. I'm sure you heard me sigh. Yeah, it's, I remember, yeah. Like Just, I went on no, a blind date fine. and someone was like, oh, I'm really boring and not interesting. It's like, well, neat yeah. way to open this. <laughs> if you bore yourself, I have no hope in hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think in this case, if someone is upset that you are free when they ask you, just throw them out the window. Yeah. The only time I think this is annoying is if like, if you're asking them every day. Yeah. Like if if you're the one being like, hey, want to hang out today? And someone's like, ah, no, sorry, I'm, I'm busy. And then it's like, hey, want to hang out today? You, like, I can understand that getting kind of fucking weird. Yeah. But if you're, if if the, like, what the question is asking is, you know, if someone asks you if you're free and you say yes, do people think weirdly about that? I'm sure there's some idiot that does, but. That idiot no. is not worth fucking. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. There's nothing nicer than people agreeing and solidifying a date. So yeah. you're fine. Don't worry about that. it. Okay, this one's kind of related. Okay. This is by user just Amy 25 And they're putting forward their unpopular opinion. Dating apps make it too difficult to keep a consistent thing going. Dating apps give us access to so many people at a time. That it's so easy to constantly be looking for the next best person even when there's someone great already in front of us. I, 25-year-old female, am in no way in a rush to get into a relationship, but I'm 100% the type of person that likes to consistently be involved with one person at a time. I understand people like entertaining multiple people, which is okay as long as it's made clear, but it kind of sucks when you feel like you're really vibing with someone and they express how they feel about you, but they're still constantly swiping through apps looking at what's out there. I get that a big part of dating is not putting all your eggs in one basket, but at what point do you allow yourself to really explore the possibilities with someone? Do you agree with their unpopular opinion? I don't think it's an unpopular opinion at all. I think it's a very common opinion. Yeah. Um, I, and like, I agree and I don't agree. One, mm -hmm. we've talked about it a thousand times about how like, you're not exclusive until you're exclusive. Dating mm -hmm. other people is super healthy. And, and like, I don't think we need to say that again. I think there is something to say. And uh, I believe it was Damien Rice who said too many options can kill a man. And and I think that is I think that is a, a, an actual legit problem nowadays is that like we have access to essentially like a catalog of people and you're you're so inundated with options that people are you know kind of hesitant to sort of pursue things or uh you know look into things without without you know really feeling like it's there's nothing better out there see i'm not sure i agree because it's like 
unless like I feel like this person's problem is that they, you know, they're saying I only want to get involved with one person at a time and when there's constantly swiping through apps looking at what what's out there. Unless you're swiping through like Tinder in front of them. Yes. I feel like that's just a mental thing where like she's upset that they still have apps or like it's the possibility less than like her literally looking at them doing it because if they are that's yes that's shitty but like if it's just that they're looking around like fuck it whatever you know once you aren't exclusive it doesn't matter or shouldn't matter and like i feel like this person's problem is just that they want dating to go differently you know what i mean but they don't want to admit that because like i think if you find someone you like you're not gonna give that up for no reason you know what i mean and it's like if yeah so like you know, I, I I don't know. Because for me, it's like I, I did the Tinder thing. And it's like when I found someone I liked, you know, I'm still dating her. Then it's 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 very fair. You know, um, I don't think anyone's giving up someone they like for no reason. Maybe things take a little longer. You know what I mean? Like you don't jump into that exclusivity too soon or whatever. But like, I don't think that's a bad thing. You know? No, of course not. And that's why it's like we've talked about that a thousand times. Yeah, I didn't want to like reiterate. It, you know, you I, that's an interesting point. And, and I think I do agree with you. Because um, like even when I was very much not looking for a commitment or a, a, an exclusive relationship, I was so happy when I found someone that I could see consistently. Mm-hmm. Because like one, I, most of my relationships were sexual in nature and like pretty much predominantly for sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a few people, like I did fun things with, and that was, that was fine. Um, but like good sex comes from regularity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's rare that like you really hit it out of the park the first time. Cause you're still kind of like learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I don't necessarily like, like you said, it's like when you find someone you like, unless you're, you know, a madman who just wants to like, sleep with as many people as possible and just, you know, rack up the quote unquote number. Yeah. Um, like I think most people do want to find someone that is consistent, whether it is for sex or whether it is for, you know, a potential relationship. Mm-hmm. I think consistency is, is a big thing if you're dating truthfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, honestly, I, th- I think the only thing you can do, like I, the irony is this person who wants like the single person and whatever, I will bet money that they've sabotaged relationships that could have gone to that point that she wants because they didn't go there soon enough because that's what it sounds like, you know? Cause I think like there's nothing that's going to kill a burgeoning relationship faster than, than, you know, hard lines and, you know, ultimatums and, you know, you're still seeing people, but I want to be, you know, whereas maybe if you were a little bit more casual or a little bit more open to, to just keeping things as they are and going on, maybe it would work out, you know? Yeah. And, and like, you know, she seems to sort of have the right idea of being like, I only want to see one person at a time, but I'm mm-hmm. fine with other people seeing, you know, the people I'm seeing, seeing other people. Yeah. And if, which is fine. Like if that's, if that's if, the approach. Yeah, for sure. If that's, if that's your preferred way of dating, great. As long as you don't think that everyone should be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you understand that there are people out there who are dating multiple people before they make a commitment and you're fine with that. Great. Doesn't you just sound to make like sure it, that you are question. actually, yeah, you actually do feel that way. Yeah. All right. You got one. I got one. Um, this comes from Reddit user, Captain Dylan. Does anyone else not approach women sometimes because you feel bad that they get approached too often? Sometimes when I'm out, I will see a cute girl that catches my eye and I would like to approach her. However, 
I believe, since I thought like that, many other men must have the same judgment as me. I think she probably gets approached by men all the time, so I don't have to make her go through that again by not going up to her. Uh, I'm wondering if I'm overthinking this or if... Or for any women out there, can you comment on how often you get approached? And if so, do you like it? Uh, have I done this before? Yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good thing. I think this it's guy 100% is hundred like, percent a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Like he's basically yeah. like I sometimes care about women. Should yeah, I be? empathize with yeah, you know, females or women. Like, yes, that's a great thing. This is essentially the point of this podcast yeah i think like having this as your like psychology is one of the best things you can do because it just means that like it's it's all about empathy and just not being a complete piece of shit it's about seeing women as people which is like a radical idea to some fucking people uh so yes 100 percent, this is a good thing and yes it is it's one of those shitty things where you don't necessarily know like, it's all hypothetical, right? For all you know, no one's talked to that person. If you talk to them, they might like it. But, like, fuck it. You know what I mean? You're possibly not getting to talk to a pretty girl you just saw is not as important as someone feeling safe and comfortable in their life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. playing those two things out are – there's no competition. Um, and however, it's like time and place, right? Like That's exactly what I was going to say. If – I you're walking down the street at 3 a.m. and there's somebody coming home from a club and you're like, oh, this pretty girl. Damn, I can't go talk to her. This sucks. Don't talk to her. <laughs> I, I don't care if it sucks or, you know, how you feel about that. Uh, your initial thoughts are completely correct because that is neither the time nor the place. You know, in the on a dark street being approached by a strange man, kind of terrifying. Yeah. And like other just, you know, grocery shopping. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like at the gym, like there are things where like if if it's someone's routine, chances mm -hmm. are they don't want that routine broken by a strange man either complimenting them or talking to them. And it's like sometimes it happens organically. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I was when I was single, I ended up getting a girl's number or a woman's number at a no frills grocery store. Um, Hell yeah. Because I, I can't remember what it was, but we went for the last thing. And I was like, no, please, it's yours. Like, I I don't care. Um, and, like, we got talking. And then, like, throughout the store, we kept bumping into each other, like, up and down the aisles. Um, and then, you know, I made an offhand comment being like, ah, oh, we got to stop meeting like this. Uh, and I asked her out. And I was like, I feel like at that point, you know, we had we had enough of a rapport but, like, if you just see a cute girl looking through the apples, don't fucking stroll up and be like, hey, I just really needed to tell you that I thought you were beautiful. Now, did you and say we got to stop measing like this in the meat aisle? I didn't. <sighs> I wish. Don't tell me it was the veggie aisle. No, it was it was the end, so probably, like, the, the frozen frozen treat area. There's, oh, not frozen meat area? No, probably not. And you not. didn't say it's... we got to stop treating like this? God <laughs> Uh, hey, I went on a date with her. Did you, though? I did. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> date um, sounds like a frill. But then there is, like, there's social settings. If you're at a concert, if you're at a gig, if you're at a, a bar or whatever, it's like, there are opportunities to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And it's not terrible. Again, if there's a group of women sitting at a table talking amongst themselves... Don't walk up and be like, hi, I just had to introduce myself because you're beautiful, yeah. which always seems like that always seems to be the fucking opening line. Just being like, I'm sorry, but I just had to come over and tell you how beautiful you are Yeah, as a bartender. Like, I don't I see that all the time. I'm just like, 
no one wants to hear this. Yeah, she's not going to be like, wait, what? I'm beautiful? <gasps> Strange man that means that. nothing to me? Oh my god, you definitely don't want to just fuck. Um, and I think you're kind of raising a really important thing there. It's like, yeah, there, like, there is no hard and fast rule necessarily as to, you know, when is okay to approach and when isn't. Uh, I think having this mindset means you're probably at least decent somewhat at, at, at thinking when is and when isn't appropriate. But the yes. most important thing I think is what you say, how you say it, and then how you react afterwards. Because yeah. like if for some reason, you know, something either comes up organically or you think it's okay and you say something at the grocery and, you know, she's like, oh, okay, thanks and leaves. And you just, oh, that didn't work out or whatever. And you fucking, that's it. That's cool. And you're polite and whatever. If you follow them and try it again, or if you are initially very creepy with what you say, or if you get upset when they say something, then you fucking suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that those things are probably, are mostly more important than when and when you do it. How you do it is definitely, you know, because you could fuck up even a normal situation, right? Oh, um, yeah. But like, of course, obviously there are some definite no-nos such as, you know, dark alleys or a girl alone by herself at night. Yeah. Like, just just use your brain. She's trying to get into a car. Oh my God. Yeah. Like she just dropped her keys and she's, you know, just now. Yeah. I mean, like uh, the idea, like, I think the, the real good hard and fast rule would be if the part of your brain is like, oh, I feel bad for women. I think that's obviously not a time to go and approach them. If that's if that's your first gut reaction and like initial reaction is being like I'd love to go talk to her, but I understand that this might be uncomfortable for them. Mm -hmm. Then like great, that's your fucking answer. Yeah, yeah, you you should be able to to figure out times when it's reasonably acceptable, you know, and like it's not rocket science. But yes, I do think what you're doing is I want to say normal. I know it's normal for me and you. Yeah, I know it's normal for good people. I don't know if I could say it's normal because a lot of guys fucking suck, but I do think it's a very good thing. And I, you know, as frustrating as you might feel to be like, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, because I've definitely been like, oh, was I just like overthinking it? Or like, am I just like being a coward or like all these different things? I've definitely thought them before. And it's like none of that outweighs someone's potential like comfort or safety, you know? So exactly. So you're doing the right thing. All right, you ready? Yep. This is by Caterpillar Patient. Girl, <laughs> girl who was planning a future with me while cuddling in my bed posts a drunk Instagram story of a dude grabbing her between her legs and licking her toes. Huh? I was seeing this girl for the last three months, and we went out at least once a week. On the last date, I took her back to my place, and while we were cuddling in bed, she started talking about a future with me. She told me how much she liked me and wanted to travel to all these places with me. We were supposed to go to New York City this month. I told her how much I liked her, and she started to become very important to me. On Saturday late night, on Saturday late night, maybe last night? Oh, either way, on Saturday late night, she accidentally posted this dude grabbing her between her legs and licking her toes in her bed. Watching this made me sick to my stomach and hurt me so much that I threw up in the bathroom. Next day, she texted me that she was sorry and got drunk and made a mistake. I didn't say anything back. IDK, that video made me miserable. It wasn't even two days that she confessed to me and was planning a future. She never told me she was seeing other guys or made it seem like I was the only one. I really like this girl, you know, and now I feel like crap and heartbroken. IDK, what to do? 
I'm 23. She's 24. So he said that she never made it clear that she was seeing other people or that he was the other, like the only one. Yeah. I don't know if like he means to say she never told me she was seeing other people and made it seem like I was the only one, but he definitely does say, or so maybe it was like, we never clarified either way, which obviously they didn't. I mean, like I get it. Even if, even when I was seeing multiple people, I definitely wouldn't want to see a drunken Snapchat of whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, can we just talk about that, or should we get into that later? I mean, you know, people—that's <laughs> a wild, drunk Instagram story. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yums. But even like, even like the mise en scene, like how do you fit that all in to the one shot? Like that's like that took I would some love planning. To know, like. Was he fingering her or was he literally <laughs> just kind of cupping? Like, I, I just, I don't understand like what, what, what that looked like. Not that I necessarily want to know what it looked like, but in my head, I'm trying to form that, you know, mental image and it's, it's a nightmare. And I understand why this man threw up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> weird thing to see. Like the thing is, it's either. There's two ways that this goes, right? It's either like super sexual, you know what I mean? Like grabbing her between the legs. Like if he's like literally fingering her while licking her toes in the one shot, like that's that's pretty intense. But if it's just like a weird like non-sexual leg like in between the legs, like maybe he's like lifting her up and licking her toe. I don't know. Maybe he's very strong. Like that's almost comical then and not sexual at all. But I don't think there's an in-between. But it was, it, they said it was in bed, right? So I, I feel guess. like there's probably like sexy overtones regardless. Either way, like I said, but that's even a when I was seeing multiple Yeah, even, even though I, even if I was seeing multiple people, like I wouldn't want to see drunk Instagrams of, uh, you know, one of my sexual partners in no. bed with another dude. Not that it would necessarily break my heart. No. It's still but... just, you know, there are, there are realms of ignorance that you sort of have to like, surround yourself with it's kind of like if you're like not even like seeing someone but like if you're making out with or sleeping with somebody or whatever for like we call it like you know if you're like meeting someone that's or shifting them in ireland that's kind of the term where it's like if you like have an ongoing like physical kind of thing but it's not like you know you're not boyfriend and girlfriend or anything if you're out of the bar with them and like you start talking to somebody you don't kiss them or you don't get their number or you don't whatever because it's just kind of fucking rude you know yeah, what I mean? When you when you're with the person that you're with, yeah, you're with them exactly. Even if you're not exclusive, your boy- exactly. it's just it's not like- being a dick, right? Yeah. Um. So like, you know, this isn't obviously the same thing, but it you know it, it totally makes sense to see that and not enjoy it. Um. Does the fact that she talked about going to New York City with you mean this is any betrayal? I don't think so, or any more of a betrayal? No um like again you're exclusive or you're not and if you're not you're not right yeah that's the thing it's like it you once again you've put you know too much expectation on the relationship that you you know constructed in your own head before you actually you know made it a real thing Mm -hmm. like this guy's talking about her like an exclusive monogamous partner yeah when she's not yeah and you admit that she isn't so then you don't necessarily like again we both acknowledge it sucks to see this video yeah and if it's enough for you to be like well damn i feel like you know if it's enough to sort of like turn you off of her well that sucks but if that's what you feel and that's what you're feeling Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like again, she didn't really do like she didn't betray thing, you. She didn't like cheat on you. That that's not a fair. So that hopefully isn't the way you're going to play this because I don't think that's fair. You know, like no one's saying you can't feel the way you feel, but you can't also then accuse her of stuff that isn't Correct. fair. Because yeah, in you this, can't, you can't put that on. You know what I mean? Like your feelings can't be sort of like thrown on her in a exactly. negative fashion. Because this post is literally you saying we're not exclusive. But we did cuddle and talk about New York once. Like, that that doesn't mean shit. I'm sorry. So, like, stop trying to make these excuses so that your, like, anger is valid, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're allowed to be upset, sure. But you're not allowed to put it on her like that. Yeah, you know? you're not allowed to make her the villain in this. It sucks that you got hurt. And, and that's sort of like the end of the sentence. Yeah. However... Maybe you get look into how and why this was posted. <laughs> That's the bit that I think you got to determine because that, that, I don't know. It's just so baffling. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were making maybe a the, weird video. and Yeah. Maybe the guy did it. Maybe that was his like power move. I'm sorry. If this man was able to suck her toes, finger her and get him all in with an Instagram live video. 100%. That, you that, know, he did. It wasn't her. I bet you it was him. It was a power play. He was like, I know she's seeing other people. I'm going to get rid of all of them right now. I'm going to make them all throw up. I'm going to do the weirdest shit I can. I'm going to grab her, uh, lick her toes. I'm going to so far remove her from the eligible pool of dating from literally anyone who sees this video, even if she's not dating them. Mm -hmm. No one will want to ever think of her as a sexual partner again. Once I'm done with these little tootsies. (laughs) What I do to these toes on video is just going to be fucking raw it's gonna hurt <laughs> it's gonna throw people you know what maybe this was horny milk guy and he was like it's a second gambit and now he can turn around at the video and be like you're just like other women no one will ever love you you toe whore <laughs> your toes didn't even leak <laughs> I, look i know something leaks hey do you think horny milk was ben shapiro i would not be surprised Oh, man, Ben Shapiro, like, <laughs> women who get wet are ill. What, dude? <laughs> ben, no, he's the opposite. He's like, women should never leak. Women are bone dry. He's Always. like, I heard some women were squirting liquid out of their boobs into baby's mouth. That's disgusting. They must be ill. It's like, dude, no, that's, so Ill. It's called breastfeeding. Uh, All right, we need to end this. All right, you ready for some tinders? Yeah, hit me with some tinders. But I just want to, like, in case people don't know what the hell we're doing, um, a few weeks ago we asked people to submit Tinder profiles that we that they found out in the wild or their own Tinder profile for a review. Mm-hmm. And now I like, talk about whether there's red flags or, um, you know, what we what we could do to punch it up to make it a little more successful. Um, and let's let's just be honest, a lot of them are terrible. So we got. Are you ready for this? This is Maria. Okay. Russian, living in Canada, height. 5'8 to 5'9. Okay. Guys, I'm very tired of seeing dog pictures, especially when it's licking your face. It's highly unhygienic. And just to know, if you have a group picture, I usually like your friends much better. Wink. Okay. That's a powerful move. It's a bold move. In one one fell swoop, she's saying she doesn't like dogs. Wild. And that also, your friends are hotter than you. Yeah. That kind of negging is some seduction, like, standard. I mean, like, I understand her thing just being like, I don't want to see dog pictures or group pictures, but you've done it in such a way. It's such an aggressive, unpleasant way. 
Yeah, that like just makes you seem like absolutely no fun. Yeah. Like imagine, like, uh, like uh, I can't imagine any world where I'm on a date and say that we're out for a walk and we are blessed with a dog Ugh. running up to us to say hello. And hell I go yes. down and pet this little pupper and it licks me on the face. You get, you got blessed what? with a full face lick. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm not looking for that face lick. Cause no. yeah, it's, it's kind of gross, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if it's it also happens, the best thing in the world, if it happens, if it's just the organic will of the pupper gods, mm-hmm. then who am I to say no? Either way, fuck off. Dogs are the best. And my friends are also very attractive. Yes, but please don't. But no more them. attractive than you, you beautiful bastard. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, I'm giving that one a two out of ten. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. All right. This is Tash. Expectations. Low to non-existent. Faith in men. Non-existent. Oh, change, hell yeah. Change my mind or don't. Lady shrugging emoji. Cool party trick. Could tie a knot in a cherry stem with my tongue. 5'9 and outgoing. And yes, I'm shallow, so height does matter. Sorry. I mean, all around a terrible person, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's, again, it's such an aggressive, like, you know, imagine if you were, like, opening up door, like, instead of swiping on your phone, there was just, like, a hallway, and you were, like, opening up a door, and you got, like, a second, like, oh, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. Like, you'd open this up, and she'd be standing there with, like, a hammer, like. Just screaming. <laughs> you just open a door, and it's just like, fuck everything! There's no way I'll ever trust you! <laughs> Change my mind, or don't. Shrug. <laughs> and also, just being like, I don't, I don't have any faith in men. It's like, uh, all right, like, look. I get it. I'm almost there with you. <laughs> That's kind of why we started this podcast. Yeah. We made a podcast specifically because we don't like the state of like the general men collective. But at the same time, if you want to date a dude, you gotta you gotta believe that there's yeah. someone out there that's decent. Yeah. It's funny because it's like I get it, but I also don't you know what I mean? It's like like I wouldn't wrong, go to a buffet if right. I thought everything was poisoned. It just starts things off with a weird I don't know. And then the, the I'm shallow, like saying you're shallow and then saying hype, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. No, give that one a four. Oh, man, I'm giving that less. I'm giving that a one. Oh, really? Less? Yeah. Okay. This person's name is Slay Queen. <laughs> okay, neat. Uh, they start off with their Instagram handle, which I'm not going to read out. And nope. they say, anything you want to know, simply ask, wink. I don't bite. I'm 5'6". Half nerd, half life of the party. Flip a coin and make a wish. How did, well, how does the wish get made? Flip a coin and make a wish. But like, if it's like the side you choose, it's the wish is granted. I don't know. Is this person some kind of like gin? Yeah. Is or like a, is that they're just of... like their catchphrase? Or is it like you flip a coin and you get either the the party half or the nerd half? Yeah. And then you have to wish based on that. I I'm like the nerd can't do a party wish. So you waste it. But the party one can't do a nerd wish either. So you got to be careful. Do you have to make the wish before you flip? What is happening? I don't know. I, but uh, you know what? Other than that, I don't hate it. No, it's it's perplexing, but in all the right ways. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the this is what I would call a, a good profile, because I would specifically be like, what the fuck is up with this flip a coin thing? Yeah, I would have to go almost simply for that. Yeah, just like, I, I would have I need some things to talk about. Yes. And it's and it's a great, yeah. I I don't have a problem with this. It's it's the it's the weird kind of right. I'm gonna give it a seven. I I was gonna say seven, yeah. Because okay. here's the thing: it's like it doesn't turn me off. 
It's not mm-hmm. checking all my boxes, but it's enough to make me be like, I would like more information. Yeah, I want more information. I think that would be and the that's make all break. you need. Yeah. That's all you need from online dating, right? Like if mm-hmm. there's something there, if there's a spark to make you want to contact that person, mm-hmm. then you've done your job. I do prefer when it's a little bit more natural or sensical because it's mostly what the fuck and what does that mean? And where did it come from? But hey, I'm still there. This is Chris. Humanity is kind of like a privileged cis bro. We should beat it, fuck it, and leave it to die. Oh. Kinkier than your Victorian era great-grandparents. I eat the plants, so dead animal displays are a hard no. Includes fish, you fucks. Hella polyamorous, with only the very best playing persona grata in my life. You best bring your A-game to the dance. Punk rock, spelt R-A-W-K, which already, that's a red flag. How old is this person? 34. Uh, Punk rock, warlord, and the intersectional feminist killjoy. Hedonistic, witchy little cunt, interested in deep connectivity and meaning of life shit. (laughs) That first punk rock was, was like someone sucker punched me right in the gut. And then she followed it up with what she started her profile with and left me for dead. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like... <laughs> it's like someone cut open someone's, like, MSN. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, 14-year-old teenage girl who just learned a bunch of fucking buzzwords mm-hmm. and threw it in a time machine. Yeah, I like calling yourself a killjoy. Never fun. Uh, Interested in deep connectivity and meaning of life shit. Yeah, but I bet you you said that you believe that people should be beaten and left to die. That's a hey, that's a great open. It grabs you. Let's just I'm joking. It's terrible. Let's parse the fucking order. She put it in. She said beaten, Mm -hmm. then fucked Mm -hmm. and then left for dead. Yeah, which means you've been beaten so much that you will die, at which point you're being fucked in the interim. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's just, it, like, that much fucking negativity and that much, like, look how edgy I am. Yeah. It just reeks of insecurity and, like, just yeah. everything I don't want to deal with. Like, like all the things she said, I don't necessarily have a problem with. Polyamory? Great. Yeah, Intersectional great. feminist? Cool. cool. Like, I'm all for all those things. Mm-hmm. Even making fun of cisgender white men. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's, I'm all about it. We do it all the time. But at the same time, it's like she put herself in the right direction and then overshot so far that you just seem like an asshole. And also, I'm going to bet that every single thing that they claim here is incorrect. I'll bet they've never talked about anything deep, any meaning of life stuff. They probably don't want any deep connectivity. They probably think that like... Some 41 are punk rock. Yeah, the fucking... (laughs) Uh, you know, acoustic album by Rise Against is the epitome of punk. Hell yeah. No, I, I honestly, this seems like just a Gatling gun full of red flags shooting. Yeah, I hate it. Mall I hate it so much. All right. And the last one. This is Jessica. I'm back. Oh, no. I was going to say, I I like Jessica's. Jessica's are, are amongst some of my favorite people. Okay. I'm going to start uh, already again. Already, I'm. I hate it. I'm back. Terrible personality. Horrible pussy. Don't even bother. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you, want, you want me to do it again? Yeah, one more. I'm back. <laughs> Terrible personality. Horrible pussy. Don't even bother. Oh, you know what? 10 out of 10. Right? Isn't it so good? I love it. Yeah. Horrible pussy. <laughs> Just, <laughs> don't even bother. Also, I love the, like, I'm back. Like, you know, people are like, damn, where'd Jessica go? <laughs> that's like. Okay, well, I think that's going to wrap us up. We have hit our quota of horrible P word. Um, to quote Ben Shapiro. Oh, God. Um, uh, thank you very much for listening to this 98th episode of this podcast that somehow we've done. Oh, God. We got to start long. planning 100. Jesus. I know. Um, it's been a pleasure, and it's always fun to do this for you and with you, Niall. Thank you. Um, if you have a question you want us to answer, um, please hit us up on any of our various means of communication. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can find us on uh, email at G- uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, which is plentyofbeef.ca or fbuddiespodcast.com. And this little contact form, you can choose your agent name and we'll uh, we'll answer the question as soon as we can. Oh, thank you to Agent Valorant Hart for all those tinders, by the way, because... Yes, a lot of these are from his uh, personal collection. It's, you're a true He's hero. opened up his, his cellar and cracked out some of the finest vintages for mm-hmm. us. Some of these have been aged, and it's delightful. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, for their song, Paper Stars. Now, do you have a sex writing for us? I know you were... Yeah, you know, I'm going to do a little quick one. A okay. little quick one. Uh, and you'll see why that's a funny way for me to describe it in a second. This is by Stephen King. No good. The body she inhabited was that of a woman who had inherited millions, but that was not known and didn't matter. The scarf was white, the edging blue, and there was that same little breaking sense of pleasure as she sat in the backseat of the taxi and, oblivious of the driver, held the scarf in one hand, looking at it fixedly, while her other hand crept up under her tweed skirt and beneath the leg band of her white panties, and that one long, dark finger took care of the business that needed to be taken care of in a single merciless stroke. Christ. <laughs> now, is the business masturbation or was she up to something else? I, I can only assume so because this was in a sex writing forum. I found it. Um, there is no more context, but like, that's not how it works, Stephen. I mean, it is if you're, you know, some sort of evil, all-encompassing woman shapeshifter. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she's just that good at it after it millions seems, of years. This seems like this is how Ben Shapiro thinks women masturbate. Just one single just a, stroke. A slow, like it's just a slow top from bottom. Dry, from like, dry yeah, journey just, from top to bottom. Okay. It's a, I feel like I can't remember what someone said. Oh, it was the update to Horny Milk. Um, oh, this God. comes from Pornhub user Walk a Lover. And I think this is advice and a philosophical musings that will reach out to her. Walker Lover from Pornhub says, don't trust people whose feelings change with time. Trust people whose feelings remain the same, even when the time changes. Ooh, shit, man. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we have been your fuck buddies.